Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it's Locked On Mavericks for Thursday, January 19th, episode number, let me update it, 72. I'm Mike at Machine Sports on Twitter. He is Jacob Kemp at Not Jack Kemp on Twitter. You can uh, follow the show as well at Locked On Mavs, and uh, feel free to send some questions to the email. Like, we have an email. It just doesn't do a whole lot. Uh, LockedOnMavs at gmail.com. Or you can tweet questions. We check that thing as well. Um, if you would like to hear your business advertised at this very moment, shoot an email to LockedOnMavs at gmail.com. We'll pub your stuff. We'll get you in front of a 1,000 people every, uh, every morning um, in the DFW market. So uh, if you feel interested in that, please uh, reach out. We'd love to, uh, love to give you some shine. But uh, I guess let's pick up where we left off yesterday as our episode started getting too long. And you started asking me hard questions about Dwight Howard. Um, I guess just throw out your Dwight Howard idea. So everybody, if they didn't listen to yesterday's, um, is uh, is up to date. And uh, make me real uncomfortable, like, real quick. Well, after the Hawks moved Kyle Korver, which I still don't really understand, it kind of makes sense in the terms of Atlanta has been running out pretty much the same team obviously before adding Howard, for the last five or six years. They won 60-whatever games a couple years ago. I guess they just feel like they're not going to be able to top Cleveland. But to me, the Mavericks proved that in 2011, you should probably just keep running it back, especially if Corver's only going to get you a late first. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, and still are, fourth in the West. They're only two games out of third. They're only six back of a one seed. So they trade a starter in Corver, uh, who is aging, and I, I guess I should have looked this up beforehand, but he's either free after this year or free after next year. It's probably this year because the uh, Cavs are about to be in serious cap hell. He's free after this year. He's 34, and he's free after this year. But after they waved the white flag on him, you've been hearing rumors about Millsap all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously moved – uh, or they moved Teague out because they wanted to turn the team over to uh, Schroeder, who I think is probably going to end up being a top 10 point guard. There's already mm-hmm. rumors that he and uh, Dwight Howard hate each other, which is not that much <laughs> of a surprise. But at the same time, Dwight Howard is like having his best year since he left, left Orlando. And he makes a lot of money, but they just signed him. And they only have this year and two more years on the deal. It's not like they signed him for five years. It was three for 70. So as we talk through the idea that 
there really aren't any bigs in this draft that you're even if you're picking at tenth or eleventh that you want um, at all. They shipped out Teague for what the it says the twelfth pick in last year's draft, I believe is what it was, which is. I don't know. George Hill got moved in that as well, but yeah. It was just, a three-team trade. Yeah, just giving up Teague and giving up Corver and the um, rumors of you trying to trade your best player. Um, they're in a weird, weird spot. Like, either go for it <laughs> and get rid of everything and start the rebuild around Schroeder, or uh, you're going to live in this in-between land um, with a very expensive um, front court. It just—it doesn't make any sense for a team that, and now maybe they can keep winning and still finish fourth, while also getting back a pick for, um, for Corver. But if they move Millsap, they're not going to finish fourth. No. I mean, at that point, they're probably going to miss the playoffs. They could maybe try to get by. Um, you know, people. Do you hear that they might move Thabo too? So mm-hmm. it just seems to me like if you're going to to tear it down there's no sense in having a 23 million dollar center yeah so yeah if they have a 23 million dollar center on a team that is possibly about to trade its leading score in Millsap they're not going to finish in the top four if they move him um but at the same time really the only reason they would be moving him is not so much to get the pick because I don't think you're going to get more than a second round pick it's mostly just to get that salary off the books it's that they don't want to be paying a guy 23 million 24 and 2018 for to be on a bad team but you might look at the Mavericks and say well they're really in the same spot but maybe only worse Um, but I would say that if you could somehow if we allow ourselves to either it might not even be a dream for some people it's a night it would be a nightmare but if you were to able to somehow right now move like uh, who did we bring up the other day Dwight Powell Dwight Powell and Bogut and they could waive Bogut, but we moved Dwight Powell and Bogut. And if they want a second round pick, I'll throw the second round pick in there. You know, like a pretty, it'll be a pretty high second round pick. Now I am going into next year with, um, obviously you have to rework Dirk's deal, but I still have my first round pick. And I think a team with Dwight Howard at the five, given how good he's been this year, and Barnes, Matthews, and you still have your collection of Seth Curry, J.J. Barea, Dirk, uh, you have a first-round pick, and you would still have a little bit of cap space, too. Um, I think that team would be better than Atlanta's team next year once they move Millsap. So, to me, that would be a better situation. I know everybody hates him, and frankly, I don't really, I can't stand the guy. But he's playing really, really well. And so, I don't know. It's tough to, it's tough to argue with the idea that they're not going to be able to, there are no bigs in the market. You know, we did this the other day. There are no bigs, which is who, Noel? Yeah, and so with him, you're going to be giving up your pick. They're not, I, I remain steadfast that they will not just let Nerland's Noel hit the restricted free agency market. Now, they may try to, to sign him and play him with Embiid, I guess, and at, at that point, they'd be moving Okafer, but, I mean, I think they need to move both of them, frankly. Yeah, it's, I mean... My dream scenario. I feel like I dream. I, I lay out these dream scenarios of adding Nerlens and a you know a first uh, a top five pick point guard because it's fun to see like what the the best case scenario could possibly be. Um, but all all of that has about three or four ifs in my in my uh, dissertation that I give every time. 
And this would have zero ifs. Like, this is add Dwight Howard. You still have your first-round pick. Use it as you will. And maybe, um, I don't know what that would do to their cap number. They'd get really weird. But then you spend, all you have to spend money on is a point guard or solidifying your backcourt. And that does make you a better team faster. The only the only higher, like, immediate peak to me is if you somehow steal Nerlens, get a first-round point guard, and um, and then, you know, get a Patty Mills. That's the only way I see the win total getting above what a Dwight Howard slash rookie um, point guard would get you. And I can't help but feel bad for the Hawks because they've done everything right. They built a really good team out of, like, nothing. And they won 60 games in a season whenever their offensive rating was off the charts at about 109. It was 108.9 for that season, playing at a slow pace, playing good defense, built a real deep, healthy roster. And then dudes started leaving, like uh, Damari Carroll. Um, and they got Jeff Teague out of there because they drafted a first-round point guard that needed minutes in Schroeder. And now they they kind of wave the white flag with giving up Corver, which takes a lot away from their offense. And they have a ton of money invested in Dwight Howard, and they got a win with bringing Bazemore back. But, man, Millsap isn't coming back. No. Because they've already shown their cards that they were trying to deal him. They just didn't get uh, the proper deal. So, yeah, I feel sorry for them, and they have to be very, very honest with themselves and understand that Hawks University is the future <laughs> yeah. of this thing. And I think that, though, they got a, they have a much better ownership situation than they had before. Um, yeah, very true. I think if the Mavericks pay Dirk 15, mm-hmm. um, which it could be plus or minus as much as probably $5 million next year, I think that they'd probably have, after their pick, about $90 million on the books if they had Howard. And they would have, mm-hmm. you know... $12 million to fill out, plus their exceptions. Yeah. Um, so it's not, you know, you're not going to be going out and signing anybody huge at the, at the point position. But, hell, I would play Seth Curry if I had to. If I had those other four guys, plus, uh, you know, I've got, you know, you we didn't even figure the fact that they might be adding Josh Jackson to that mix also. Yeah. So, I mean, that, yeah. that, that team could be competitive, and they would be not young, but it would be a bridge to your next big because Howard would only mm-hmm. be under contract for two more years. So, right, and you're, not, and you're not flatlining. Right, it's just an interesting idea because you're going to have to get creative when it comes to the five. Yeah, absolutely, because there's not a lot of options. There's one good one out there, and everybody knows it. Yep. Um, and there's not one in the draft. Another situation you brought up yesterday, which I hadn't quite thought about all the way through, um, except for, like, you know, kind of feeling sorry for the Clippers. I feel sorry for their organization, I guess. I don't feel sorry for the dudes on the team because I don't like much of them. <laughs> but uh, Chris Paul is going to be out six to eight weeks. Um, and that's going to shove Austin Rivers into the starting lineup most likely, and you're going to get a whole lot of Ray Ray Felton. And, um, you know, they don't if they, they can't sink outside of the top five or, uh, you know, start this downfall um, in the standings. That'll be hell for them. And you brought up a good point. Would they give you basically whatever you wanted for Darren Williams right now uh, outside of anybody that's in their top seven in rotation or whatever? And I think that would be pretty sinking, stinking smart of them. And I think Darren would waive his no trade for sure uh, to go play for the Clippers. And that would save them from, you know, getting matched up with a uh, – who the hell's in the uh, the fourth spot in the West right now? Let's see. Them. That saves you from getting ma- – yeah, saves you from getting matched up with like a Utah. <laughs> um, or if you slide down to six and you're matched up with the Rockets in the first round. Um, but this crap just consistently happens to the Clippers every season, and it's 
it's like almost comical at this point. Well, here's one of the problems is I didn't look this up before I sent you that text, but they actually <laughs> they owe their first round pick to Toronto. Damn. So I mean they could give you a twenty nineteen. Yeah, I could I could make that work. But I mean honestly, unless you think that Darren is gonna come back here next year on a one year deal and you just want to keep him in the mix because mm-hmm. I would do that. Yeah. As would I. I mean there's no there's no long term value for Darren Williams here like he's playing his butt off he's trying to make a statement that he belongs as starting point guard in the league still and should get starting point guard money which is going to be around 15 million a year I've got no time for that here next season Um, love what he's done really admirable job on a really bad team but um, I got to get an asset for that guy at some point if I'm genuinely trying to make this team better in a quick like fashion and there are some opportunities that are opening up around the league, like the Clippers one, the Rudy Gay injury. We might need to talk about that tomorrow a little bit further. Yeah, that that gets real weird. But uh, if you wanna if you want a Dwight Powell <laughs> to run in there and play some four for you, so you uh, actually have a chance of making the playoffs, or you know, name your Maverick that you need a band aid to put over this Rudy Gay injury. Like, let's talk. Because it's getting interesting. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if Dwight Powell went to another team and played more minutes if he put up better numbers. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I don't I don't think he's Jay Crowder, but I think that a lot of people have had a revisionist history on what they thought of Crowder when he was here. I loved the sure. guy. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it was a weird time with their backlog of wings. And I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if Powell went somewhere else and was an impact player. Uh, mm-hmm. He's pretty young. And right now the Kings are only two games ahead of Dallas. So in addition to the fact that it might impact what they might be willing to do to upgrade their team, if they're not willing to do it, one, if they miss the playoffs, I feel like Cousins is gone, uh, even with that extension rumor. And two, that's another team that Dallas might leapfrog in the next two weeks. Yeah, very true. I mean, there's very true. three teams uh, you know, separating them in the eighth seed, and that's one of them, and they just lost their second best player. Yeah, they're projected at 32 wins. They're projected at one win better than the Mavericks by 538. So we're kind of living in the same bathtub. But, uh, all right, we'll talk some more about that. And maybe uh, the trade machine will not be all HTML'd out tomorrow morning whenever I try and pull it up. Um, All right, man, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for your time, Jacob. We'll see you. a lot to get excited about a bag but most bags can't save you 20 percent on auto parts that's 20 percent off headlamps 20 percent off oil filters 20 percent off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent napa reusable bag so tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out quality parts helpful people that's napa know-how napa know-how at participating napa auto parts stores while supplies last minimum three items exclusions apply offer ends 10 31 17